Welcome to the Abstract Doctors Podcast. Today, Dr. G and Dr. C speak with CEO and founder of Leaf Therapeutics, Rohan Dixit. For more information on Rohan, visit getlief.com. Visit the Abstract Doctors for information and upcoming podcasts. The Abstract Doctors Podcast. The doctors are in. Open up your mind and say ah. Hey, Dave, and welcome listeners to the Abstract Doctors. Dave, today's guest, little known trivia, I'll tell you in just a moment. But Rohan Dixon uh, started out as a neuroscientist uh, intrigued by learning about the mind. And what we have in common is through neuroscience and then meditation, we found our way to heart rate variability. But a bing, bada boom. Ron. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'd like to also say that uh, our paper just got accepted. So part of what I want to prove is that we can teach people remotely. And uh, in this small study, uh, using the wearable FDA approved device that Rohan developed, uh, that you can teach people uh, how to use your diaphragm with focused breathing to modulate your autonomic nervous system to reduce anxiety. And um, one more little trivia. His father, Dave, uh, yeah. trained trained at uh, Northwestern. He is a physiatrist. Awesome. What, what, what's your dad's first name? Uh, Rahul. Rahul Dixon. Round it, huh? I don't know. That's cool, man. I love him right away. That's awesome, man. <laughs> All right, so you're part of the family. You're part of the family. That's that's exciting. That's cool trivia. Cool. Well, I am dying. I think I believe Ron has actually talked. I know he has about the device in the past, and I'm aware of the study. But I, I'm gonna kind of plead amnesia and ask you to kind of take us from the bootstraps to to I guess you know the publication. This is exciting stuff. And you know, you had me at hello, but this is this is good stuff. Talk to us, man. Tell, tell me about how this thing started. Yeah, so I was initially a uh, originally a neuroscientist. So we were studying um, mindfulness, the effects of mindfulness on the brain, um, you know, structurally, functionally. That was at Harvard and Stanford. And while we were looking at that as kind of a, that was kind of my base, my jumping off point. And uh, basically stumbled upon this signal in the heart, heart rate variability. And that kind of started this whole, this whole journey. And, and, and when you say you stumbled upon it, what, like, were you looking through the internet or did you just see it as a common research tool that's used or how did you stumble upon HRV? So, you know, I've been looking at things from the mental health perspective. And one of the issues mm -hmm. that you have, you know, with, uh, with a lot of tools that are out there, we were using big fMRI magnets, you know, you, you're getting in there, you're getting your data collected and then hours or days later, you're seeing the results. I got really interested in feedback and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, real-time feedback, especially, and, and just mm -hmm. realized, well, you know, how, what are the biomarkers that can do that? So, you know, myself and some friends, basically, uh, this was in our, in my garage in, uh, in San Francisco at the time, uh, just started building a bunch of different types of hardware, all kinds of weird stuff, you know, connected sensors in your shoes, uh, sensors on your ear, um, all, all sorts of things. And that's sort of um, that process of experimentation is what led us to realizing HRV is an incredible biomarker, you know, not just of the body, but of the mind. And you can use that to give people real-time feedback. Yeah, well, I mean, we've had several podcasts 
extolling the virtues of HRV. And, you know, most of us, at least on the call, are very familiar with it. But, but I think, you know, to folks that maybe have overheard it, but don't quite understand, like, like how does that then tie in to mindfulness? You know, what, how, let's assume, H, let's, let's take the leap of faith that HRV is a fantastic biomarker, because it is. All right, you know, that, that's, that's evidence. But then what do you do with it? So, you know, so what? It's a good biomarker, all right? And, and, and then how does your treatment relate to the real world? Because we like to talk about the role of the whole world and include creativity in it and breathing and exercise. And talk to us from that perspective. Absolutely. So, so HRV, you know, like, like you said, Dave, is, uh, is a terrific biomarker of um, a lot of things about the mind and the body, mm -hmm. kind of the intersection between them. Uh, but what can you do with it? So practically, you know, as a teenager, I struggled with anxiety and stress and, um, you know, realized there are certain techniques like mindfulness, like, uh, you know, self-awareness that can help you to regulate that in the moment, right? And it gets back to this idea that I mentioned a second ago about feedback. So what, what can you do with this? Basically, if you have a sensor that can measure this biomarker at a high degree of accuracy, what that gets you is, is something pretty cool, which is, which is basically you can monitor your own biomarker in real time. As your body starts to change, a device can pick that up for you and it can give you that real time in the moment um, awareness of your of your physiology and help you kind of course correct in the moment. Yeah, I mean, and, and I, th I think the phrase or the term mindfulness, you know, you know, compartmentalizes that because the idea is it isn't. I mean, we've all got HRV, right? We've I've already got it. It's going on in me right now, right? But if I don't have a way to to be aware of it and then to figure out and be and and be cognizant that I can alter it or I can use it as a way to understand how the world is interacting with me. You know, it doesn't matter that I've got HRV. I've got a lot of things. I've got plenty of biomarkers, but then what do you do with them? Which is what's exciting to me about what you're talking about is you can actually alter this signal, all right? And it isn't just the altering of the signal that's making you well, it's what that means, right? It's the fact that that's what whole health is actually about. Um, so th that's, that's what really, I mean, again, I know you know this, I'm just kind of, amplifying it for folks to kind of follow this path. And so, so let, let, let's again, go with the leap of faith that this is something we all have. It has a whole health meaning to it. It can be adjusted, it can be modified and knowing about that is good. What, 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 are, you, what are you looking at? How are you gonna use this cool device from Leaf Therapeutics that's going to, you know, that, that's gonna unleash this potential in everybody? How is it different? How is it better? How can you use it? Yeah, so Dave, first of all, that was a great kind of kind of overview of, of what we're talking about and why HRV is so exciting. Um, I think it's maybe maybe worthwhile for your listeners just to uh, to touch on biofeedback really briefly because that's another huh? piece of this, right? So, so we're talking about HRV, heart rate variability, this biomarker. It's a great measurement of your of your mind, but your body, of your autonomic nervous system, um, more specifically. But you can you can change that, right? Um, we're talking about how do you how do you gain awareness? How do you actually shift uh, that biomarker in a meaningful way? And that's where biofeedback comes into the picture. And I I always tell people the story when I'm when I'm explaining biofeedback because I I think it's amazing. It's an amazing technology. I, I talk about it as a superpower almost. You know, um, biofeedback. The initial biofeedback experiments were around fingertip temperature. So basically, they they got a group of college students. They're the, usually the cheapest uh, people to experiment on. 
Uh, that hasn't changed. This is in the 70s. And they, they split them into two groups, right? So they said, all right, you guys on the left, we're going to ask you to raise the temperature of your fingertip. And you guys on the right, we're going to ask you to lower the temperature of your fingertip, which is impossible, right? We, we have no conscious control over our fingertip temperature. But if you give them a digital thermometer, you clip it onto their finger and they're looking at it in real time and they're seeing just fractions of a degree going up and down. It has to be accurate, it has to be real time. You can learn how to control your fingertips temperature consciously. And that's that's biofeedback, right? That's, that's the superpower that we're talking about here that, that is inside of all of us that we can learn how to tap into if we get the right data in the right amount of time. And you know your fingertip temperature. Okay, that's not maybe that useful. I don't know. Um, what it's you do very it. useful if you're a physician and you do a lot of rectal exams, but otherwise, <laughs> not a whole lot of roles to that. <laughs> it's a comfortable experience for, for yeah. everyone. Yeah. But but imagine you know if you could if you could use HRV, this biomarker yeah. of mind and the body, and actually do biofeedback on that. What what an impact that could have on people. Yep. So right. No, and no, we know. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Rob. Go ahead. We, we, you know, we know uh, that creativity, and we believe strongly that creativity is very healthy, and you know, the abstract athlete is working towards that. But some of some of the clients may be stuck, uh, and and there needs to be a template. And I believe uh, HRV is the the template, the the training wheels, the structure to get stuck people. And what Rohan has developed is, you know, that's been shown for decades. But what Rohan has just done is to be able to do that remotely, conveniently, and even yep. be uh, covered by your health insurance. So what? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah. So yeah. So you know, right. I mean, and so yeah, I mean, I say he hasn't invented the technology, but he's made it accessible. You know, and yes. it, you know, yeah. I, I mean, you, it a hundred percent will work. But I'm, I'm excited. Tell me about how it's how you've made it that way, both of you, I know both of you are involved, but how did you get it to that point? Yeah, Ron, I mean, dude, that was that was a great, uh, great point. And I think, you know, to build on what you were just saying, um, you know, HRV and HRV biofeedback, like you said, has been around for 30 years, you know? What we did was to stand on the shoulders of giants um, in the field who I, I'm immensely grateful for, um, you know, we just published this clinical trial with uh, uh, with Ron on, on the on the paper there, um, and one of our our co-authors was Richie Davis. Uh, or apologies, um, Dick Gewurz. Uh So Dick is one of the one of the co-founders of HRV Biofeedback. He's one of the initial researchers who came up with it. Uh, he always talks about this as a uh, two thousand. Uh, it's a brand new technology that's two thousand years old. If I if I didn't mangle that too badly, um, and and I think that that really speaks to to the history of this tool, you know, we've, we've talked about mindfulness and meditation, HRV biofeedback's been around for decades. What we've done at LEAF is basically make it more accessible, make it integrated into wearable devices and, you know, covered by your health insurance, which God, it should be, right? You know, stuff like this is helpful for the mind and the body and, and uh, God knows- and it's safe. <laughs> exactly, and, exactly. And it's well, And safe. it's durable. It's durable. I mean, it isn't, it isn't just an injection into the stellate ganglion or acupressure or a vagal nerve stimulation, which is a nice way to kick it off. But you know that, 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 that's also been around forever and it's been shown to have a short-term effect. I mean, what I'm most interested in is, is understanding, you know, is, is how do people do long-term with using biofeedback and how do they then bring things around them? Again, let's get back to creativity. How do they begin to appreciate the fact that some activities that are just 
awesome are actually giving them the improvements. And this is a way to capture that. You know, that, 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 that to me is, is what would truly yeah. be remarkable about the technology. Yeah, Ron, do you have any thoughts on that? Yes, yeah, since, I mean, that, that's a clinical question. Um, you know, using, using the device, I'm monitoring one person and uh, can monitor practice, uh, adherence, compliance, engagement, and then also skill level. And, and the skill of, of increasing your HRV with your diaphragm so we can track over time your ability to say change it 20 or 30 or double it. And then how fast can you do it? So with so you can learn the skill, and that's been shown that it can be learned. We've shown that it could be done remotely. Then the next thing is, is you can track somebody long term. And, and as they become more unhealthy, their ability to modulate their HRV, how fast and how large will diminish. Uh, and it could be various things. It could be dehydration. It could be you lost your job. Uh, it could be anything, but at least there's a bell going off. And that bell hopefully is going to go off weeks before somebody becomes suicidal. Well, and, and Ron's aware of this and probably uh, um, uh, both Ron's and Rohan are able are aware that this was a big thing during COVID, right? That uh, the folks in this space were able to say that as I think, think it was done in California, Californians can know days to weeks before they're going to actually get sick from COVID because they're, they're wearing devices. I won't, I won't market them, but they're wearing devices that look at HRV. And, you know, the same thing is likely true in people that have mental health disorders um, who are going to start to go into crisis or people that have congestive heart failure, heart disease, and are begin to worsen. You know, so this is truly exciting. The key is not to make it too clinical and scientific because it'll turn people off or, or it'll just appeal to people that, you know, wear mock turtlenecks and, and don't shave for a couple of days. All right. It'll appeal to just and, and, that. and patches on their elbows. And Pat, yeah, we don't want that. We want it to appeal to really the average. I mean, I, you know, I, I know Ron hates when I say this, but we need it to be the actual mood ring that works. I know he hates to call it a mood ring. I know that, but, but, but just to bring it down, we need to, you know, have it as a simple, because biomarker is too sexy too, you know, something real. And what's the device called, Rohan? So our device is called the LEAF, L-I-E-F. Oh, it is LEAF. Okay, so LEAF. All right. That's not too sophisticated. I know it's spelled differently, but still, that's not, you know, we're going to turn over a new LEAF or we're oh, going to, we need to keep it simple, simple, because, you know, that's the, that's the power of a device is when it doesn't have to oversell itself. I mean, this really is as close to the fountain of youth or the, you know, the universal treatment as there is. And, you know, to just eyeing the other Ron on the call and things that give you joy in life, things that allow you to expand your mind and your soul like creativity are going to rock in the leaf. I mean, they are going to, you know, so we have to kind of keep those together. Like, right. you know, it, you know, this is accessible. Breathing right. is something most of us can figure out, you know. And, and, you know and, yeah. yeah, and for any any clinicians or anybody who's trying to help a family member, the words I use, I ask somebody, what sings to you? You know, is it music? Is it art? Uh, what, what sings to you? Okay, and they may have lost that ability to feel that singing. And so there might need to be some homework done uh, and some structure, but ultimately, yes, uh, we, we want to be able to step away from technology and sing again. 
Absolutely. No, I, I think it would be cool. Oh, good, good, Ryan. Go ahead. Yeah, no, just to, just to build on, on what you guys were saying there. I mean, I, I, obviously, we're very excited about um, measuring this biomarker and helping people, helping people understand how it's useful in their lives, right? We're talking about things that people actually care about, you know, um, stress in interpersonal relationships at work. How can I be happier and healthier and more creative? And all of these things are coming down to this biomarker. HRV and and you can train it, you know, you can improve it uh, over time. And so I think, you know, Dave, the point that you're making about making things simple is a really key one. And I think it's it's something that a lot of times when we're coming from a clinical or a technology perspective, we're not thinking about people, how they actually use this in their lives. We've made a, a big effort at, at, at LEAF to, you know, try to simplify this as much as possible. We're, we're launching in CVS uh, later this month um, to, to kind of try to Get to that mainstream, you know, and I, I think biofeedback broadly, uh, technology, we've not done a great job of communicating why, the why of why this is so important. But I think, you know, part of what strikes me about what you were saying is that that this is something that everybody, that everyone should care about, you know, the, your mental health, your creativity, your ability to connect and empathize with others, all of that is, is dependent on your ability to, to let go of a fight or flight response and actually be present at home, right? Yeah. Uh, for, for the folks that are going to go to CVS and see this device, can, can you, and, 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 and other places, can you give us a bit, what is, tell me, what does it look like? What is the opera? And again, Ron, I actually know it because Ron sent it to me, but for people that are, that haven't looked it up, what, 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 how does it work? What, you know, what, what, you know, not, not the electronics, not the biofeedback, just what, what do I do? I yes. bought the package. What do I do? Absolutely. So it's a smart patch. Basically it's a leaf smart patch. You'll just take it out of the box. You clip in some stickers and you just put it on your body, put it on your torso, um, right next to the heart. It's very discreet. It's light. It's flexible. You kind of forget you're even really wearing it until um, what this device does is pretty interesting, you know. So, so uh, it basically starts using a lot of cool algorithms to figure out you. You know, what are your patterns? What uh, what is what does stress look like for for Dave or for Ron, right? Um, and in those moments where you need it. It turns itself on. It communicates to you invisibly, mm. silently through vibrations, um, and it it starts basically wow. reflecting uh, your 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 heart rate back to you, your HRV back to you. And and, and uh, what we train people how to do is in those moments to learn how to breathe in the most optimal way to really make their body feel better. And uh, and then the device turns off. As you know, if you don't need it, it's wow. not there. That's, so that's cool. So, so, so it's not just giving you something on an app, which a lot of these devices do, which is great, but it's actually giving you an in the moment kind of uh, tactile or haptic feedback. Is that what that was? Wow. That's, that's exciting. That's the key, right? You know, I, I talk about, you know, I, I grew up playing basketball and just imagine, you know, trying to learn how to shoot a free throw. Uh, blind yeah. throw right? right, right, right. Without the feedback, you know, you take a shot, uh, you know, you take the blindfold off and then someone tells you did it went in or not. You know, that's essentially right. the, with a lot of wearables, what you're getting, you know, it's this yeah. it's delayed feedback loop. If you can see the ball in real time and you can see, oh, I was a little to the left that time, I was a little yeah. to the right that time, you can, you can get better at it, right? And, and you improve a lot faster. And so it's all about, it's all about helping people, empowering them to, to improve themselves and, and to train themselves. Wow. And, that, yeah, and, yeah. And one step even further, one of the, the, the really fun things I have when I, when I work with patients is I'll keep prompting them and asking them what, what they figured out. So, I mean, eventually people can figure out, well, maybe a texting argument at 10 o'clock at night 
thing keeps going crazy. Maybe it's healthy. I do not have a texting argument at 10 o'clock at night. So that's even beyond creativity. When people start to make, uh, ins they have insights that I'll never be able to get to in a 15 minute office visit. But what did they figure out with, with certain information and skills? And, and suddenly they just decide uh, this topic or this person uh, is unhealthy. <laughs> um, and, and they make life trajectory change changes. Well, and, and to use our favorite man crush that, we, that we've, we've used on this, uh, this podcast is Tom Brady has figured out how to do the challenging, stressful things. He, I don't like him, by the way, Ron. I, I, I just say, we've, we've talked about him a hundred times, right? Uh, but, but anyway, he has figured out that in, you know, in the sport he plays, he can't not text at 10. You know, he can't not have linemen coming in and not be in the fourth quarter. So he has figured out how to be in a appropriate state and not have the thing vibrate, even when there are stresses. There are some things that are inherently unhealthy. You know, one would think 300 pounders racing at your face is unhealthy, but in his job, he's getting paid 20 million bucks. So it's not that unhealthy, but he has figured out. So it isn't like you have to just always avoid stressors or always just kind of say, I'm walking away. I mean, that, that may be the right answer, but you're able to actually modulate and biofeedback it. And that's the durability because anybody can take a beta blocker before a lecture and be chill. All right. All right. And, or anybody can take a, you know, get a massage before an important event. I'm like, that's not, those are cool. It's not, I do them together, but it's not a good long-term strategy. And, and, and I'm hearing that this is going to not just help you with crises, but actually shape how you approach the world and how you do things. And hopefully you'll be more drawn to positive things and things that enhance creativity. And you'll be repelled from those negative situations when that's possible. I mean, that's a, that would be wonderful if you could get rid of road rage or you could get rid of interpersonal challenges, you know, but some of those things are going to happen. You know, in Richmond, we don't actually have road rage, but I'm sure in California it exists. Maybe it's existing in your van right now, you know, but. Uh, but he's but, in the desert. Is my okay. Guess. Yeah. Then, then, then it's mostly like Gila monster rage, but, 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 <laughs> but those things can exist and, you know, you have to deal with them. You know, and, it, and it's not bad to have a stress, but imagine if you can deal with increasing stress when you have to in a way that's positive. That's so cool. And, and you're drawn to things that expand your world. You know, so, 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 so in this scenario, the texting argument could be about something stupid. You'd want to avoid that. But if it's about getting better offensive linemen. Yeah, maybe that's important to have yeah. that yeah. texting argument. No. Well, and, and most people's lives have unavoidable stress in them, you right. know, and some people thrive on it. That's whatever. That's odd, but it's it's there. But many people are just trying to figure out how to decrease it. And some of them take a mind break and doodle for 20 minutes or listen to music for five minutes or take a walk or you know, or do unhealthy things perhaps, but hopefully that not. But this is a way to still say those are good things, but even to give you feedback that, you know, what, you're feeling a little vibration. Let's take a, you know, let's journal for a couple minutes or let's take a deep breath or let's kind of say, we're going to avoid that. The, the stresses. This is cool stuff. When did you say leaves coming out, man? So, so we're already on the market. You can, you can get us, um, you know, our website, but we're, uh, we're in CVS at the end of this month, beginning of next month. 
Wow. And you're offering a 10% discount if you put Ron Garble rocks on. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll work something out. We'll work something out. Yeah. We'll figure out. No, that's, that's great. This is exciting. I would love actually to do a mini version of this with you guys just going through the actual research you did, you know, for people that want to hear that, because we're actually going to be doing some of those podcasts coming up with some of the work that I'm doing with veterans and service members related to research, just, you know, and putting it into a really accessible way. Uh, because I think we've done it in a, in a high level thing where we need that. But then they could say, hey, let me spend 10 minutes actually hearing about it and, and being excited again about that. You know, because I, I think, you know, let, you know, let's, it's not easy to do research. It's not easy to get published. But the hardest thing is translating that and making it relevant and then implementing it into the real world. And that's what's really exciting, you know, because I'd love to see a year from now how people are doing with this device. You know, I'd like to see your bank account a year from now too, but it, just as importantly, I'd like to see how those folks are doing with it. Or, you know, maybe you're wearing one right now for all I know, I don't know. That's, you know, I'm not just the inventor, I'm the, I'm the best customer, but, but I'd love to, to, to have a follow-up and see how it's doing. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think you made, you know, a great, a great insight earlier. I think asking the question about the long-term effects uh, and, you know, the durability of something, right? So. You know, the, the clinical trial that Ron just published uh, using the LEAF showed in eight weeks, you know, we can train people how to internalize this skill. And I, I think that, you know, you, you mentioned a beta blocker, right? I mean, yes, you can go get a prescription for a beta blocker. You can pop it. Um, that'll give you short -term, a short-term, you know, relief from, from anxiety, for example, right? There are side effects. Longer term, that's not a sustainable solution. What we what we do at LEAF, and I think just biofeedback broadly, right, not just us, but just this, this class of technologies, is give people, you know, the training wheels for a bicycle so that they can learn how to understand, to tune into what's happening in their body, figure out how to change that themselves, right? That's through breathing and biofeedback techniques. And there's other techniques too. But, you know, when you learn how to do that and internalize the skill and, and you know, in that clinical trial run that we showed in eight weeks, you can do this. Um, you don't need the training wheels anymore. It's something that you have with you anytime you need it. So whether it's, you know, you want to get more creative um, and keep out of creativity, right, is releasing, releasing stress and fears, you know, so, uh, or, or you're trying to, you know, be more productive at work or you're, you know, getting into those texting arguments with folks and, and you want to, you want to have a little more ease and maybe not respond so reactively. All of that is a, is a skill that you can develop internally. And that's, I think, the, the message that we really want people to take from this, whether or not you go to CBS and you get a leaf or, or you know, you, you're looking at this internally and, and figuring out how to do this yourself through, through mindfulness and self-study. We have this power inside of us, you know, and that's just a hugely empowering thing that I think uh, we, should all, we should all know. Yeah, no, that, right. I, I don't think we can say it better than that. And, and I, I do like the idea that this is not just about a cool technology that'll get us there. This is this is something that can truly revolutionize how we do. And like everything else, it's been there forever. You know, it's a little like Wizard of Oz. It's always been right in front of us, you know, but 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 you've you know, you've had to make the ruby slippers. You've had to kind of create a way for people to access it. Um, and so if you ever decide on putting it into shoe wear, think about that as an analogy that the, it's the ruby slipper of, uh, but really you've always had the, you've always had courage or a heart or a brain, or you can always go back to Kansas. I'm not sure why anybody would do that, but you want to go back to Kansas. You've always had that. So you've always had the ability 
to control some of this, but this is just a, a nice, this is the tin man's heart you're offering. This is cool. I'm digging it. So congratulations, both of you, you know, for this. I've congratulated Ron in the past, but it's a pleasure to meet you. I wish you nothing but success in this. Uh, and we'd love to, to hear you back, you know, hear back and see how you're doing. It would be a pleasure. It's been, it's been great chatting with you guys. I, I was a little, uh, you know, you kicked it off by asking me to beatbox, which was. Yeah, no, dude, come on. Come on. See, but, <laughs> but if you were wearing a leaf, it would have vibrated. But now you're like, whatever. Hip hop, hibbity hop, right? Come on. I'll practice, I'll practice for next time. But, but okay. it's truly a pleasure. Thank you for the time. Ron, you want to take us away? Uh, it's uh, folks. It's been. It's always great to talk about heart rate variability, creativity, brain health, whole health. Thank you, Rohan, for being on. Thank you, Dave. Uh, and uh, we look forward to coming back again. Take care, Rohan. All the best, buddy. Good luck. Thank you to Rohan Dixit for joining Dr. G and Dr. C today on the Abstract Doctors podcast. For more information on Rohan, please visit getliefcom the Abstract Doctors is produced by The Abstract Athlete. For more information on podcast events and subscription boxes, please visit theabstractathlete.com. And as always, follow us on all of our social media platforms under The Abstract Doctors and The Abstract Athlete. The office is now closed, but join us for our next appointment soon.